Hi, it's Melissa. Welcome back to Sorta Green, a podcast to steer you in the right direction of living a more earth-friendly lifestyle. Once I started doing my best to recycle, anyone who would come to my house would hold up an object and say, can I recycle this? Tin can, easy, yes. Plastic bag, um, yes, but not in the single sort bin. I'll bring that back to the store. The snack packet, oh, I don't know. I'm not an expert, so I'm slowly trying to become one. I'm not yet. But it's important to know that just because something has those chasing recycling arrows on them, it doesn't mean you can just chuck it in the single sort recycle and never think about it again. Every episode of Sorter Green starts with some good news to just give us a little bit of hope. Listen to this. Total greenhouse gas emissions in the European Union reached their lowest level since 1990. It's a report by the European Environmental Agency to the UN. The overall reduction in 2020 greenhouse gas emissions was 34% compared to the 1990 base year already. 1.9 billion tons of CO2. And I know you're like, well, yeah, the pandemic, no one was going anywhere or doing anything. Sure. But prior to the pandemic, the EU had already reduced its emissions by 26% in 2019 and had achieved its 20% target before the lockdown started to impact all those emissions level. It's so hopeful. We hear all the bad, but this, this is good news. That change is possible. A two-minute tip, and this one kind of has to do with recycling. Get a smaller trash can and a larger recycle bin. There's a study called the Little Trash Study from the University of Maine that if you have a smaller garbage can, it can influence your mind to recycle more. And while we're on that idea, just have less garbage receptacles, especially if you work in an office. People should probably be getting up to take a mini break anyways, get some steps in. I counted in my building 27 trash cans for the 15 people in my office. One kill us to combine a few to get the steps in to put all the garbage into one bag instead of 27 little bags that will go into one bag later. And just like that, we're on to our main topic, recycling. Don't get discouraged if I'm throwing a lot of numbers at you and you're like, what are you talking about? I promise. Once you start thinking about it and going through it, it's going to get a lot easier. So let's talk about those chasing arrows. You see them almost all the time now. And if you grew up in the 90s or later, you just associated it with recycling or the phrase reduce, reuse, recycle. And you'll notice recycle is the last R in that phrase because let's be honest, reducing the amount of things you use and reusing something is better for the environment than sending it out to be washed and shredded and melted down and turned into something new. But here's the problem with those chasing arrows. They put them on so many things, just about every kind of plastic And every kind of plastic is not as simple 
is putting it into the single sort recycling that the big truck picks up every other week, which by the way, can we switch that and have recycling come every week and garbage every other week? At least that's how it is at my house. So where you can pat yourself on the back for looking to see if you're recycling something, don't pat too hard. If you just look for those arrows and don't go any further. When you look on the bottom or the side of a plastic package and you look for the little chasing arrows triangle, there is usually a little number inside those arrows and that's called the resin number. That's the type of plastic something is made of. There are seven resin numbers, but number seven is a catch-all of multiple plastics put together and is virtually unrecyclable. So let's just make it easy and say there's six. I've found the higher the number, the harder it is to recycle. Plastics number one and two, they make up things like milk jugs, pop bottles, laundry detergent jugs, cooking oil containers. These things are pretty safe to just chuck in their single sort recycling if, and this is a big if for all recycling, if they are clean. You can't just empty it to where you can't squeeze any more out, call it good. You got to rinse it with water until there's no more soapy bubbles or no more residue of any kind. If recycling has grease, soap, dried up milk, whatever on them, it contains all of the other plastic at the recycling plant and it won't be recycled if you're not cleaning them out. You might as well just throw them away. And maybe it sounds like I'm being harsh, like, come on, Melissa, I thought this was sort of green. Yes, but if you don't do recycling correctly, it messes with all the recycling that gets put in that truck. This is me assuming that you have your recycling picked up by a truck from your house. I'd assume no matter how you get rid of your recycling, the wash it out rule stands. And if that's too hard and you can't do it, that's all right. Reduce and reuse and be green in other ways. But if you're going to put your best foot forward to recycle, do it properly. Next, plastic number four is what a lot of plastic bags are made of. You know, the ones you get at the grocery store that can be returned to the store, but not in your single sort recycling. Yep. Don't put those grocery bags in the recycling because they'll get stuck in the machine's And this includes if you're putting your recycling into trash bags. I'm telling you, if your recycling is in a trash bag, often the people sorting it for you, since it's single sort on our end, they have to hire people to sort through it at a recycling center. They don't have time to rip open those bags and sort through the recycling. So when they just get big bags, big trash bags full of recycling, they probably just throw it away. And you're wasting all of your time washing stuff out to put it in the recycle bin. So don't bag your recyclables. But anyways, if it's plastic number four, and that is those grocery bags, garbage bags, bread bags, Ziploc bags, saran wraps, um, the bags you get like tortillas in, and lots of the packing plastics that you get from Amazon purchases, If those are clean and dry, they can go right back to the grocery store or Target or Walmart, wherever, where you drop off your big thing of grocery bags right in the same container. Plastic number five can be tricky. Things like butter tubs 
or certain plastic takeout containers can be made out of number five. And again, clean, just chuck them in the recycling. But I've noticed a lot of my children's toys are made of heavy-duty number five. And those will also have screws and clips and other materials that you can't put in the recycling with. So if it's a single-use, flimsy-type plastic, go ahead, put it in the single sort, clean and dry, of course. Um, But a lot of kids' toys, small appliances are plastic, number five. I had a diffuser, right? One of the ones that you put the water in, you put the oil in to make your house smell nice. It was made of plastic, number five. I'm telling you, it took me a month and 30 bucks to figure out how and where to recycle it. These things can be recycled if you can't fix them, but you can assume that diffuser wasn't worth 30 bucks. So... I mean, I guess I'm glad I did it, but no one wants to pay to get rid of something that they can throw away for free. If you want to, the option is yours. And the earth thanks you for it. But plastic number five, it's just hard to do. You may have noticed I skipped plastic number three. I'm just going to group it together with plastics number six and seven because they're just not recyclable, at least very much so, not easily Plastic number three is like PVC piping, and you can pay companies to come take it and recycle it. It's hard to do that. It is hard to pay someone to come and take something that you can just put in your garbage for free and have it taken away. Um, Plastic number six is things like plastic cutlery, and sometimes when you see styrofoam, Um, You know, like meat packages have it a lot or the styrofoam from takeout places that still have those little recycling arrows on them. And you're like, oh, I can recycle this styrofoam. No, not really. Um, Most most recycling plants don't take plastic number six. If so, like call on your recycling plant. Maybe they do. And that would be great. So but unless you can find a recycler of those plastics, they just kind of go in the garbage. But honestly, if if you do find one, message me because I'm so interested and I want to know about it. So there's a lot right there, right? Like plastics number one, two, and four, manageable plastics to recycle. Three, five, and six, pretty difficult. Um, There's a website, howtorecycle.info. It's very helpful. Some manufacturers, not all for some reason, I can't imagine why, even have the info on the side of the package. Like, should you keep the cap on? If parts of the products are recyclable, you know, sort of green. And then this is just answering the questions on plastics to recycle. Other materials like tin and aluminum. Yes, absolutely. Clean it out. Throw it in the single sort recycling. So easy. Paper. Recyclable. Of course, you knew that. But if you have a bunch of teeny tiny pieces, you got to try folding them together or putting them in an old envelope. Teeny pieces, they're going to float out of that truck, not even make it to the recycling plant or fall through in the recycling machines. It just won't get recycled. Same with tinfoil. I'm sure to my husband's dismay. (laughs) I have a little ball of tinfoil. It's made up of candy foil wrappers and small bits of aluminum foil and the yogurt lids, right? I just keep it in there and fold them all together until it's about the size of an egg. 
and then I throw it out. But I mean, it's an easy way to keep it together. But I can understand if you don't want to store your garbage (laughs) until it's time to recycle it. So that's an issue. Um, Some single sort recyclers have stopped taking glass, which is so annoying because it's almost infinitely recyclable. It doesn't lose its quality or strength being recycled. And I could not imagine the reason why until someone pointed out to me, well, while your bin is being thrown in the truck, what's to stop that glass from breaking? Oh, right. Yes, you're right. I mean, I wouldn't want to be the person sorting through and getting stabbed with shards of glass. So important to check with your recycling program to see exactly what's accepted. The only other thing I wanted to bring up about recycling is the idea of wish cycling. And that's when you feel like, hmm, something should be recycled or it'd be great if it could be. Like this metal pot, it's metal, so I'll just stick it in the recycle. Okay, but does it have a nonstick coating on it? That can't be recycled. Does it have a plastic handle on it that can't be attached to it and have it be recycled? Even though you feel bad throwing it out, I get it. It's in too bad a shape to donate, but you don't want it to sit in a landfill forever. But you got to be honest with yourself and realize that it's making more work for someone else and it's still going to get thrown away. So, do you feel like recycling thrown out? Oh, You don't? Well, that makes sense. It's been like 20 minutes. It's going to take time to remember. It's going to take time to get the hang of it, but we just got to try. And hopefully, eventually, it'll be like second nature to you and it won't feel like a chore. I want to make sure that no one thinks that I think I'm the end-all, be-all on being green because I'm not. I still make a lot of mistakes all the time. So I want to talk about, you know, something I did even this week, not so green, lots of fast food. You know, those weeks as parents or just as a human, whatever, where cooking is the last thing you have time for. So you go out. I brought my girls to McDonald's yesterday. Those silly plastic, not really recyclable toys with the Happy Meals. Um, (laughs) Not very green. It's great that they package in a lot of cardboard, but if cardboard is greasy or covered in ketchup, it's got to get thrown away. Not so green. And it's funny because I was sitting there looking at these Happy Meal boxes. They have Buzz Lightyear on them, right? And they have a great guide on the side of it. And it's like, look, you can recycle this box. But looking around at McDonald's, they don't have any bins for recycling. So yeah, I did break down empty Happy Meal boxes and bring them home to recycle with me because it just made me feel better about the terrible for the planet meal I just ate. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be honest, we made a decision that we as a family were going to move back to home and to family in Michigan. So we're packing and looking for houses and schools and Sorta Green has taken a back seat to that. Seven episodes in. (laughs) That's not how you grow a podcast or how you help people live a more environmentally friendly life. So I wanted to apologize 
for not being as consistent as I should and for thanking you for sticking with me anyways. I'm going to try my best to keep going. So if you want to follow along, you can subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Those reviews, obviously they help um, on Facebook, sort of green on Instagram, sort of dot green. There's any questions you have about the podcast or anything you want me to try and look into either way. Thank you so much for listening. This is sort of green.